Hi, my name is Jessica Ng, and I am a learning experience designer. You are listening to Upward Growth, a podcast to learn from professionals in the design industry. Today, I am joined with Jonathan Cruz. He is a designer with a focus on UI and UX design. I had the pleasure to meet him through a virtual coffee chat, and we have been scheduling meetings since then. Welcome, Jonathan. Hey, how are you? Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Good as it go. <laughs> it is? Yeah, today is a Wednesday, isn't it? Half the week is gone. I thought it was good to know because uh, tomorrow is Thursday, so only one more day till Friday, and then that's how I look at it. So can't wait till the weekend. <laughs> um, no, me too. But I can't believe it's 2022. <laughs> this is the first podcast of the year. Do you have any design goals that you have planned? Uh, design goals for 2022, pretty much just to keep on, on learning, you know, in terms of design, you know, when I just, start, I, I just started everything for design, like early last year, and I got addicted to it. And it's, there's so much to learn and just to keep on learning for, for the rest of the year, see where it takes me, basically, ch- you know, take my own journey along the way. For sure. Is there anything specific that you want to like focus on, like a specific skill? A specific skill? I really want to get, learn more about design thinking. I think it's it's really interesting, you know, just just the way you know when when learning about UX, how the way we're supposed to think, and it's like everything's so natural. But then maybe separating that from trying to be creative, but just designing in a way that is is good for like you know UX user experience. You know, so design thinking is one of the things I want to like learn more about this year. No, for sure. I know you you definitely brought that up in previous conversations that we had. And I feel like design thinking now, since it's such like an evolving topic and different people have different theories and how they're approaching it, you can develop your own. It might take some time to develop your own, but once you have your own group, it'll make your design process that much more like uniquely yours. Exactly. Like just having like, a, I guess, like a template of how you like look at things. This is where I want to do. This is what I, you know, where I want to get at, you know, this is what I'm trying to focus at. Stuff like that. Just having a template of how you think and what works for you. I think that in a way, it's kind of exciting to kind of, you know, try to get there. No, for sure. And like an interesting thing that I found out about you in our previous conversation is that you're a marathon runner and I know <laughs> you actively participate in marathons. Are there any parallels in running a marathon and your own career journey that you're on right now? You know, it's funny you say that because running a marathon was, it changed my life in a way. They actually say that if, if you want something different in your life, if you want to, to see your life in a different way, run a, run a marathon. And like the reason I say that is because, you know, it's, it, it's a long journey. You know what I mean? I ran a 10K race. I ran half marathons, of which I've only trained maybe like a month or maybe two weeks for. But training for a marathon is a whole nother beast. You know what I mean? You, you need to kind of pretty much start with the basics, maybe sometimes have to relearn pretty much how to run. You just kind of always have to kind of like fail and then redo, fail and redo. And, and if, if I if I take everything that I, I did in running a marathon and, and put it in, in me doing design or trying to get into like something in design, it's, it's the same thing. Like you got to be ready for the long journey. And that's why they, they have that quote. I don't know if you heard it. It's not a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You know what I mean? You, it's the whole thing, the whole long haul, pretty much trying to trying to get there. You know, and there's a lot of mistakes that's going to happen. You just revisit the mistakes, fix it, and then move forward and move forward. So th- those kind of stuff that I learned, uh, I'm definitely going to, you know, I would take that uh, into like basically pursuing a career in, in design or even just designing itself. No, that's really interesting to hear because the way that you're describing a marathon and how you're relating it back to your design journey is very uniquely yours and that's something that I haven't heard another designer speak about and I'm interested to know like 
the steps and how like you're breaking down the marathon and like how it's led you to like where you are today yeah so the, the steps is like the, the first step when deciding uh, deciding to run a marathon is the decision okay and you know when i when i look at it and then when i look back it's making that commitment because that's kind of giving away pretty much like a good four to six months if, if you want to train properly if, if you haven't ran a marathon in a while or in a long time or pretty much ever you have to train you know it's 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 not something you could train real quick it's not a sprint again like a sprint but yeah it really is a journey on its own sorry i, I got lost with the question what was that the, the thing you said i, I leaned towards it but what was it the, oh no for sure thing? because there's different steps um within oh, yeah, the, like the design steps. process like kind of parallels to the marathon steps but maybe there's a certain angle that you're going to come at it from yeah exactly so it, it was i was going towards like the decision the commitment to to, uh, to make just the start and and understanding that it, it's gonna it's gonna be a long journey there's gonna be you know a, a lot of preparing again a lot of mistakes again i just keep learning i just keep learning i remember i kept going on youtube just trying to figure out what 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 should i learn what should i know and there's there's so much you know what i mean I, I go to videos where, you know, stuff that I knew, uh, stuff I wish I knew before running my first marathon, stuff like that. And then, you know, for example, if I'm, if I'm going into like UXSI, which, you know, I would look into YouTube videos as well. It's always stuff, things I wish I knew about UX before getting into UX. And it's stuff like that where, you know, you see the parallels, you know, it kind of works in a, in a way, in a sense. It sounds like you need to have like a really strong foundation in the beginning. So maybe more research, more preparedness. And maybe even mm -hmm. a little bit of self-awareness before you even start this, like the, the beginning, like that singular point of doing anything. And then once you have like maybe all the ingredients ready, then you can mm -hmm. actually develop it into or map it out even because like I think even like for marathons, it's like it's pretty standard course, but it's the way that you run it or the way that you would think about it mm -hmm. to get there. It, it, really, it really is all, all mental. It's mental trying to trying to get through the whole training process and then the whole and then running the race as well too. It's it's all it's all mental. And if, you know when when stuff goes wrong, it's all in your head. You, you, you your head whatever's in your mind is gonna get you through there. You know whether it's you know running a marathon or anything in life. That's how I see it. So how can you prepare? Like because it sounds like your mind is very like active. It's it's going through so many stages right now. But then how can you like focus on a on a particular topic and not get like all wound up in it I, I i would say not having so many desires i guess have have one main focus and focusing on on that you know like imagine if you put your mind into into like one thing that you you want you know for let's say if we did it for six months imagine how much you can do and i mean i myself i i sometimes get mixed up in, in, in so much stuff i want to do where I, whether i'm running a race or whether i'm trying to do something with my career a lot of that it, you know if i'm doing all that at once you know one thing is going to get left behind or it doesn't get enough in uh can get entertained one day i always imagine if like what happens if i put my focus on it in full just for like three months or six months how far can i get no that's really great because i think it's all these different combinations of skills that we have as designers that make us really unique so how can aspiring designers communicate their transferable skills to potential employers i, I think just being able to explain like you know your thought process to, uh, for a design i think it's something like what the teachers tell me is like you know they something could look really nice really cool but explain it the way that you thought about it you know and the way like again going into design thinking i think that's why i'm really into it 
is, you know, what, what's your mindset? Why did you come up with this kind of design? I think that's a, definitely, a, if, if you could relate that to speaking to potential employers, I think you could get further with that than, than most. No, definitely. Like, would you have an example of how you communicated a, a project to another person? In terms of like, you know, I, I was I was doing this uh, design for, um, you know, because we both work for Scotiabank, you know, Go Women. So I, I was doing something for their, they had like a speed, like a speed networking event and they wanted me to design a poster for them. I, I didn't know much about Go Women. I, I had to kind of look into just, a, what, they're, what they want in the poster, what they're looking for, and then, you know, what the whole Go Women is about. And, uh, and I, was in, I was trying to in, incorporate little small things into the design to kind of speak to who they are and what they're trying to do. But like being, I guess, subtle about it. And it excited me. And they, when I, when I broke it down step by step to the Go Women team, they're like, oh, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. I, I like how you, how you did that and how they, how they saw it. Yeah, it turned out pretty well. Nice. So then I guess it's the way that there's a little bit of enthusiasm enthusiasm there's a bit of the, the process of the backbone of what goes into the project too and then a little bit like a twist on how you put your own spin on it exactly. yeah exactly you know they they just love i think just in that sense they, they like the creativity and, and at least trying to show who they are and what they're trying to do in this certain uh, situation that putting all together one poster, but like making like not so, I guess I, I can't explain it without showing you, but it's, it wasn't so busy, but although every, all, all the things that I, I was trying to show or tell them was there in a way. And yeah, it, it was just like a spin, I guess you could say like that I, that I wanted to do and that it was really appreciated. No, for sure. Like how would you design your portfolio then in a way? Like, would you just have examples of previous works that you've done? like currently or do you want to incorporate new things that you're doing yeah i would just definitely like want to definitely tailor it to uh depending on who i'm setting it to it's hard because I, I only have like maybe one year under me to be adding so i would i don't know how big it would be but you know just try to get on projects that i make on my own just playing around i guess throwing it in there you know that stuff that i could explain pretty well how i would definitely do a portfolio still in the works still learning even how to do it you know for me it's just really just kind of starting something and then asking questions to people is you know what do you think? You know, what else could I add? What else could I, get, could I do? Because that's all new to me. No, the, the first step is always the hardest, I think. <laughs> it is. I, mean, I, I look at it when I, when I want to start, when, I, when I'm looking to start one, uh, I'm like, hmm, where do I start? And then, and, and, you know, so like my first instinct is to kind of go and see what other people do. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> How do, how do I get there and how, like, how do I keep on doing it and trying to make it look like, you know, some of, the, some of these great portfolios, you know, that we see. And it's just really just kind of starting and, you know, just keep adding and adding to different projects, whether they're mock projects or projects that, you know, you're helping out with. Just keep adding it on there. Yeah, like my teacher when I was at, uh, at Brain Station is she was saying just do mock projects. Anything that you could, you think that you know that you want to do, just play around with it, do it, and then throw it in, the, in there and have a good explanation for it, and then you know see how that works. No, for sure. So then, how are you able to incorporate the design work in your day to day? Because I know right now you're not focused solely on UI UX, right? So then, how are you able to incorporate that so you don't lose out on that skill? Well, it's funny because uh, last time we we spoke, I, we were talking about you know if, if I don't use it, I'll lose it, and then you you got me into daily UX, right? Because I it's on my email every single day and I'm just trying to look I'm like oh that's cool you know just checking out on Twitter which I had to reopen my Twitter because I didn't have one uh you know stuff like that is definitely going to be great playing around with you know projects uh, again mock projects that you want to work on on your own I think that keeping your brain fresh and just constantly watching YouTube videos or uh anything <laughs> that's new about 
you know, what you're looking to to get into, especially in design. It's always changing. So it's just like, there's always new content. Yeah, you always bring up YouTube. What channels are you watching right now? To be honest with you, I type in just whether it's, it'd be like, let's say if I type in UX design and it's like the, the, the top videos, I'll just watch what's most viewed and there's always something new. I'm like, oh, okay. Or in, sometimes I'll just let, let it even run. I don't know who I'm following, to be honest with you. I just, getting a little bit from everybody is, it kind of works. Because you get a, a taste of, you know, not just one person, but a little bit of everyone that's, that's in the business or in design. No, I feel like because as like designers, when you take and pull from different people, it kind of just forms your own unique identity. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, yeah, this is me. But it's a little bit of everything. <laughs> exactly yeah you know you, you pretty much just like like a shopping cart in a way you're just kind of walking around picking what you like in here and then all of a sudden it becomes you it's like your grocery list in a way it's yes. a little bit of everybody's a little bit uh, of yours a little bit of hers uh, yeah, it's a good way to look at it <laughs> it is no definitely so then i guess an interesting way because there's a lot of designers now who are just starting off probably in their early careers too like how they can they be proactive in looking for their next opportunity or trying to get their foot in the door i would just say keep speaking to people keep talking to people build relationships you know not, you know not even just for design but for anything you know what i mean having conversation just just makes everything so much better depending on what, what you're looking to get into and you're getting to know people what a better time right now to keep on getting to know people and getting to kind of meet different people from this you know that have different journeys because you know the, the more that you, you hear about people's different journeys you, you just want to make one on your own so you like you know you could have like a cool story about it as well too so i think that's a uh, that's good to kind of go around so then for for networking like is there a way that you would approach it is there a way that you would like formulate like your response and how you would send out mo like multiple um chats out at one time or would you just focus on one at one time is there a strategy i, I always think that i want i always want to make a plan i think it's for for organization it, it's easier for me you know i would measure it by, by like you know reach out to like for, for example for work at scotia bank you know reach out to at least uh you know one vp in 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 the space that i want to get into um then i'll ask my like director or my manager if they could help me connect and then my other measure would be just like three people you know within the industry that i could just reach out to on my myself that i don't need to kind of go through a manager to try to get me to that vp or that director of that department so that's like um because that's all my all my goals for this year um you know my work goals is is exactly that you know minimum three people uh, within the space i want to get to and then you know one leader and yeah so like if i do that for let's say three months that's quite a lot of people and I, I don't i don't even have to stop at three or one it's just that's my minimum and i think just having the discipline to have a plan and to do it in that sense i think is uh you know it'll get you far in terms of networking and meeting new people now sometimes i get like a little bit intimidated to talk to like vps or directors so like is there like a way that you write your like your first interaction with them like how would you frame that oh, so, so yeah so I don't know if it's going to work for everybody, but for me is now that I've I've met a quite a few, in my position, I, I get to meet a lot of uh, like VPs and directors and it, they're so easy to talk to. I'll be honest with you if, you, if you, if you can find something that you know about them that you can relate to, it, it's it's easy. I, I don't want to have anything planned. I just want to be my authentic self and then they become their authentic self and that bec that becomes a, a, an easier relationship, which I could even lead to asking, can you be my mentor? Because I've learned so much from you and you know, it, exactly how I would go about it. Yeah, I don't have anything planned because i think if i if i have something planned it gets all in my head so i like to be now that i, I know that a lot of them are, are really just like people like us even though they have bigger roles you know having an easy conversation is 
is uh, is not not so hard anymore. <laughs> Because for me, I don't have that kind of <laughs> like same interaction as you. So if I approach them at that, it's like, oh, I don't I don't really know what you like. But this is who I am. Well, it, it's funny because because you 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 saw me through when when you were at the asking anything for Bob. Yes, yes, uh, Bob Rude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, man, he's 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 such a great person to speak to, and I speak to him regularly. And it's it you know it's yeah, there's a professional part of speaking to somebody like that, but then you know he I know that he enjoys um, you know fitness or running, you know. So you know right right away I I know that we could talk about that. He's a uh, he's a um, Uh, army vet as well too you know so you could speak you know speak about that i guess if you do your research and kind of know a little bit more of the, the person and his personal uh you know stuff yeah if you get to know them you know before speaking to them and know that it, they're just regular people like us it's come pretty natural and a lot less intimidating uh at the end do it once and then do it again and all of a sudden you'll be like oh john was right <laughs> and go about it that way Okay, no yeah like if we take titles all away and we just see mm-hmm. the person as like just another human being that we're speaking to i think that makes the conversation less stressful <laughs> yeah it totally does um it's, it's funny because like there's been one one occasion where i was just speaking to somebody i didn't even know who they were and just having a random conversation i think i chimed into what he was speaking about it's something having to do with sports and only to find out after that oh, that's the vp of you know so and so and i was like oh i have no idea and You know, it's like that was an easy conversation, a natural conversation. But you know, what would happen if I knew who it was? Would I have been talking the same way? Probably not. You know what I mean? Because it was I was just kind of being outgoing about everything and excited about the conversation. Conversations, networking, the way you present yourself—they're all really great aspects to have, like for your overall career. What happens when we experience those setbacks? Like, say we get rejected from like a coffee chat or something, or we can't meet up with the person that we want to see. How can we overcome this? You know, it, it happens. I mean, it's uh, it, it's gonna happen. Apparently, you know, we we all know that this stuff happens. Just don't let it get down. You just keep on going. Forward, you know, if if it's a mistake or something that you know you could fix for the for the future in terms of you know going about it, at least you notice it, you know, turn back around and go forward again. You know what I mean, setbacks are part of it. I think you know, set you learn more from set, setbacks and mistakes than you do from always succeeding. You know what I mean, there's more lessons there to be learned, and if you think about it that way, you know. Give give me the mistakes in a way because I I, I constantly want to learn like I, I told you before I really want to keep on learning if I'm not not making any of these mistakes or these setbacks then you know my my process is always going to be the same it, it might not even improve because I'm not uh, not going through those kind of situations. Now it sounds like there's like a really juicy story behind that like maybe you have <laughs> <laughs> you have like this setback that you have in your mind that you really want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, uh, well, you know what you know, I. You know, it's funny because like if, if we go back to even just you know even my my uh, my running journey, the whole marathon, my first marathon, there, there's so much setbacks that that I, I went through. Like I got injured twice in my in in, in training, and there was like it was a, a calf injury and then a hip injury. And it, in a way, sometimes it's it's easier for people to kind of be comfortable and say, you know what, this is this is what happens. Let's stop here and we'll redo this again. You know what I mean? No, it's. But then there's something bigger if you could kind of take that setback, make it make you stronger, and then move forward. Because once you get to the goal where you want to be, you get to look at those setbacks, and it makes that that goal that much better. Yeah, that's a beautiful it. metaphor that you just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, that one, like, I, I could, you know, I know it's not having to do with like design or anything like that, but like, you know, just just when I when I crossed that finish line for the first time, it it all just came back. Do you remember what happened this time? Do you remember what happened this time? Do you remember how long? 
long it took, you know what I mean? You know, and just getting to that goal, it, it, it felt so much better. You know what I mean? Regardless of how I got there, it felt that much better. In the design world, there's like design sprints. So like maybe you only mm-hmm. have like one week to complete a project from start to finish. And it's like, like you're prototyping so hard and very fast. And what you just described is like from start to finish, there's like a lot, there's going to be a lot of bumps in the, along the way. But when you mm-hmm. reach the end and when you finish the whole project, it's going to be like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, imagine like just, just something that just was not going wrong, but at the end, it just, it just worked out, you know? Imagine how great that would feel if it's, 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 uh, it's going to be on wheel. So, you know, take everything, setbacks, mistakes, or, you know, how it, how it is and just move forward. I think honestly, that can apply to all areas of life, not just design, but it's a really good motto to have in mind. Um, 100%. Yeah, for sure. Going back to design, if you only had two minutes to tell a new designer something, what would it be? A new designer, something. It's what I, I was gonna say. Exactly what I was just talking about is is is, is make mistakes. I, I I truly believe that's that's where we're gonna learn the most of of moving forward in in design. It's just making mistakes. Again, you don't learn anything from success. You learn them all from you know making mistakes and moving forward. Get better and better, and then constantly keep on on learning. And think of it as it, learning is fun. You know what I mean? And I, I, I found that out maybe a little bit late in my life. Because in, in high school and college, my first time in college, I, I didn't think learning was fun. I wanted to kind of go out and party. But now I'm just like, I constantly want to understand and learn how to, you know. So yeah, learning uh, as well too. Keep uh, an open mind and keep on learning. A lot of takeaways there. <laughs> but for sure, definitely fail. As a designer, you need to fail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know it sounds bad, but yeah, I I think that's uh I think it's it's great because you know what I mean. It, it's gonna help your you know not just uh just with everything in, in general too in, in life, but uh, yeah. <laughs> and don't be too hard on yourself when you fail. Uh, as a note, yeah. Side note. I hundred percent, yeah, because you know it happens. Everyone, you know, everyone will fail. You know, before they succeed. Yeah, no, like thinking back on how. I even got here to this point in my life like it wasn't linear either and if I had to tell myself oh yeah you're not going to be going from this job to this job like a normal person you're going to be like this like a zigzag going everywhere (laughs) if I had told myself that I don't think I would have believed myself my younger self (laughs) exactly I I wouldn't know that it's it's like a in what it called stop graph where it goes whoop yeah up and down no for sure and I think like in any designs designer's journey the way that we go about it as long as you kind of have like that positive mindset that open mindset to because to be a learner you have to also be a really good student there's like uh, trade-offs in that way 100% yeah totally agree well I don't want to keep you too long because we're going to keep these <laughs> short and sweet but do you have anything else that you would like to let our listeners know about your your journey you know what uh it's a journey uh for me i'm, I'm still in the beginning I, I wouldn't even mind coming back again to see how it is in the next few months just to see where i'm at you know just to kind of touch base on everything that i talked about and see where, where it is you know keep up uh being you we'll keep on talking and you know move forward this conversation doesn't end here jonathan <laughs> 100 percent, you know we both have our own separate journey so we'll chat about it again see where it goes well that's all for today on upward growth feel free to connect with me or jonathan on linkedin bye